that was supposed to be the theme of March. It always is, isn't it? CBS's classic NCAA tournament theme music, perhaps the best in all of sports. There are several that could make the same argument. I give you that. But there is nothing that quite stirs the soul into fervor, particularly those of sports fans, like the theme of March Madness. But unfortunately, as we all know, there was no March Madness this year. Well, at least there was, but not in that sense. We've been treated to madness of a far different sort as the coronavirus pandemic has taken over the world, shutting down so much of what we love as we continue to fight off this terrible disease. We've seen tens of thousands die from this, hundreds of thousands ill from this. And again, our prayers go out to all of those still in the fight for the souls of those who have died, for their families, and for our healthcare workers and first responders who put their lives on the line every moment in this fight to try uh, to help and save lives and make lives better. We thank you for everything that you have done and that you are doing right now, and we wish you all the best. We are in this fight together, folks, and based on all the projections, it does appear that things are going to get worse before they get better, but we have made it to March 31st, and I think all of us are happy to at least say goodbye to this month that has felt, as many people have said on social media, like an eternity. It certainly has far more than just 31 days, and again, even though it does seem that April's not going to be much different. At least we get a chance to say we're in a new month. And I think that certainly carries a certain a mental benefit to us to just get the heck out of March. So I'm looking forward to that. But I did want to, as a result of that, record an episode today. And hopefully this speaks to you in some way. Of course, the reason that I've started this entire Brett's play-by-play list, my name is Brett Williams, by the way, in case you didn't know that, is because without sports, without so many other things that we find as our constants throughout difficult times, all of which are essentially gone right now, one thing we can all rally around is music, a great vector of storytelling and something that speaks to us on so many different emotional levels. It can help us through any sort of challenging times, and it can very much help us now. If you're new to this podcast, the way this works is I am building a playlist, one song a day, as long as there are no sports. That is my own benchmark, essentially, of when this ends. I know that is arbitrary, But as a sportscaster by trade who's out of work right now, I am significantly looking forward to the day that sports come back in this country and really in the world by and large. And so I am putting together this playlist. I started it two days after March 12th, 2020, the day that pretty much all sports were canceled. And we're going to keep going until this happens. I do hope to continue making future playlists once sports are back in different contexts. We'll worry about it when we get there. But this is a playlist that hopefully captures where we are along this journey and hopefully means something to you as it does to me. These songs are helping me get through one day at a time as we go along. So I am building that on my Spotify account taking it all in 1317 you can find it there brett's play-by-play list volume one covid19 sports hiatus and then this podcast serves to analyze why i chose the songs that i did and also bring in some others to share their stories their perspectives not just on the songs but how they're dealing with this time because at the end of the day not only do we have music but we have stories and we have each other and we need to have each other and have each other's back throughout this time now before we get into today's song choice and today's featured guest and story let's give you a quick recap of my songs from last week 
Now, of the last seven songs I've added, you'll find a couple that fall into the category of these witty, ironic song titles and themes that have shown up on a bunch of different, uh, far more famous Spotify playlists recently since all of this happened than mine is. Uh, but some of those that just a little tongue in cheek version of where we are. One of those, of course, is Golden Earrings Radar Love. And then Jason Derulo's Riding Solo. You'll also find some more serious topics and sounds to some of those songs, including Yesterday's Selection by Leanne Rimes, How Do I Live? one that I think conveys a really important message at this time by Megan Trainer and John Legend, like I'm gonna lose you. There are so many lyrics in that song that I think we really need to take a close listen to at this time. No, we're not promised tomorrow. So I'm going to love you like I'm going to lose you. It goes on into the chorus because we'll never know when we'll run out of time. It's just a reminder that even when we're not in the middle of a pandemic, we don't know how long we have on this earth. We don't know how long our loved ones have, and we can't fail to let people know how much we love them, how much they mean to us. You'll also find a couple of songs that were more closely inspired by my Christian faith. I added a note to God, the Sharice version after Pope Francis spoke on Friday. Uh, it was a very special hour of prayer, of adoration, of a blessing that is only normally given at Christmas and Easter every year. It was a very powerful ceremony in an empty St. Peter's Square in the rain Friday night. It was it was something to watch. So many Catholics from all around the world were a part of that live stream. I know some some non-Catholics who watched it as well and have spoken to me about how much it touched them. And so I felt like Note to God was an appropriate addition to this play list in honor of that. If I wrote a note to God, I would speak what's in my soul. And then tangentially, by 30 seconds to Mars, I added Walk on Water on Sunday, of course, having watched some church services on the computer as well on live stream we think of the phrase walk on water in a religious context a lot so that's one reason i made that connection and put that song in the playlist of course Walk on Water. Also, this song was used as the theme to ESPN's coverage of college football in 2017. And so I'm always trying to find anything that relates to sports at a time like this. That also has something to do with why I chose that song. Finally, the most unusual, I think, selection thematically that might not make sense to you when you first see it from last week, Blue Tacoma by Russell Dickerson. It's in a blue Tacoma, California, white magnolia. 
it's a song about driving down the coast of California with someone you love. If, if heaven is anywhere, it's right here. And that seems kind of far-fetched from where we are now, but I, I think it's two things that speak to us here. First of all, it's a reminder to enjoy where we're at no matter what. Take a look outside. Enjoy the nature around you. Whatever it is, you know, be be with whoever you are with and you can't be with anybody else. But if you're with family, you know, or even if you're not and you're taking time to call them, whatever, this is a time to love on people in whatever way that you can. So I think that speaks to that. And then also the fact that it gives us some license to dream about a day when we're able to do things like that again. And anything like that that can help give us hope, I think, is important. That leads me to today's choice, something that is all about just that dreaming of a better day while also looking to the now and ways that we can make the most of it. And that song is Someday by Rob Thomas. I have always been a fan of Rob Thomas, dating back to the Matchbox 20 days. I'm a huge fan of a lot of their work, but it seems like after he went off on his own solo career that he's had a, a distinct sound and a really nice anthology of messages that he's put out. Thinking about Little Wonders, the song from Meet the Robinsons. There's also the one of his more recent ones, One Less Day from Dying Young. That that's There are a lot of very interesting songs that he's put out that really touch the heartstrings a little bit. And this one is my favorite. I think no matter where we are in our life, pandemic aside, there's something we can take away from this song because it really does get to the heart of dreamers. And you're thinking about as that chorus, the first half of the chorus that I just played there says, maybe someday we'll figure all this out. We'll try to find a way to make things better now. How much are we all doing that to whatever extent in our own lives? I think that's so true. The first verse also speaks a lot to this current situation, says, you know, you can try to find a way to make another day go by. Aren't we all doing that? Then it says you can hide, hold all your feelings inside. You can try to carry on when all you want to do is cry. A certain existential bit to that, isn't it? Now, we obviously are encouraged in many areas of our life to not hold all our feelings inside to share those. And I think we need to do that. But it also gives us a little bit of license here to understand that you know, it's okay to be upset right now. We can deal with that feeling and we can also look forward to better days ahead. At the end of the chorus too, it gives us specific optimism of something to look forward to. Maybe someday we'll live our lives out loud. We'll be better off somehow. Someday. And here again at the end of March, we've still got a long journey ahead of us, but we can look forward to the day when this is behind us and we're back to a life which maybe isn't quite what it was, because I do think there's going to be a lot of different things that come out in our world and our society as a result of this. But I think a lot of those will be good things. I think we as people have the opportunity to be a lot better to one another, to our world, even to ourselves. And so hopefully that someday is even more beautiful than where we were before the coronavirus entered our world. Now, I've listened to Someday on a number of key occasions in my life before, most of the time when that Someday arrives, interestingly enough. I haven't really listened to it quite in this context before, at least actively seeking it out. I've listened to it when something I've long awaited, when I've always said, Someday this is going to happen when that day comes. I've played this song in the morning just to, I don't know, be thankful that 
that someday finally came. I'm going to share a story of one such occasion a little bit later in this podcast, but for now it's time to bring in another storyteller, another music lover, somebody who I think will have a unique perspective on not only this song, but on this playlist, on stories overall, on this entire time, and he also happens to be one of my closest friends on this entire planet, an actor based in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, Damian Leverett. Damien, like me, grew up in Northern Virginia. He and I first met in first grade when we were classmates for the first time, and we just connected for some reason. I can't really put my finger on it. We just connected as some kids do. You know, you just have a natural inclination to like a certain person when you're really young. And for some reason, he and I just meshed from that young age. We started playing together at recess every day, and that eventually morphed into playing together in Little League Baseball, in AAU Basketball, and also playing in tailgate parking lots and in our front and backyards, watching our beloved Washington Redskins play every Sunday. That went on until we were basically in college. I mean, we got together pretty much every Sunday to watch the Skins all the way through high school. He and his grandmother would always come over and be a part of that, and, and they are as much a part of our family as any of our blood relatives. Now, obviously, we had been developing a deeper and deeper friendship over time, but I think it's really it really took off when we both went to college and we understood that our professional pursuits, me as a sportscaster, him as an actor, actually mirror each other in very interesting ways. We both have tremendous passions, lifelong passions for what we do, and a belief that those fields can really touch lives in a very cool, different way, I think, in the way that we're able to tell stories, take people along for different journeys. And obviously, that's what I'm trying to do with this playlist as well. But there's just so much from an intellectual perspective and philosophical perspective that just matches almost eerily his journey and mine our perspectives are reflections on that and so that has provoked a, a far deeper friendship i was his best man in his wedding a couple of years ago and uh, somebody that uh, i'm truly blessed to call one of my best friends very very thankful for everything he has done for me over the years and really excited to bring him in to this episode of brett's play-by playlist welcome inside brett's play-by playlist damien how you doing today I am doing really well. I'm pumped to be here. I've always wanted to be a guest on a podcast, so a little bucket list. There you go. Anytime you check off the bucket list, especially at a time like this, is uh, an accomplishment, so I'm glad to hear it. There's not much else being checked off right now except eating too many Doritos and stuff like that. <laughs> I have to start here because I know this podcast isn't about sports, and sports aren't really on the forefront of our minds right now, but I know you feel the same way that I do. It's the end of March. We had no March Madness this year. How in the world are we making it, our way through this world right now? I don't know. It's it's really sad when you stop and think about it too much, uh, just not having that annual fun of watching March Madness and having your bracket and all those kinds of things. I mean, it's my favorite um, my favorite sporting event of the year, so it's it's extra, extra sad and, and just weird. I mean, if you told me last year, I was at the Final Four last year, you told me last year that a year from now there would be no tournament and that we'd you know be in some quarantine situation i would have i don't know what i would have done <laughs> what is this apocalypse now or something yeah exactly but uh you know it's definitely just makes you value how uh how cool sports can be um in terms of just what it what it offers you and entertainment and community and all those kinds of important things in your life i think 
Well, I was just starting to talk about the parallels between my journey in sports, your journey in theater, and just wanted to start by getting you to give me a sense of kind of how this has affected your work. I mean, everything's been shut down, and I assume you're not in a situation where you're able to, to act real regularly right now. Yeah, it's it's been really a big effect on um, pretty much anyone in the en- entertainment industry, uh, anyone who performs for a living, music, theater, anything like that, because we exist uh, because people meet together and watch things, take in live performance. Uh, and so that's just being completely taken away. And so it's a, I think it's a dual sadness for people in the community of not being able to do the thing they love, which is performing, um, being on stage, playing characters, telling stories to other people. And it's just uh, people love to gather together to share in common stories. And live performance is a huge way that we do that. We obviously still have TV and, and movies and things like that, and those are great, um, but they just lack something that live performance sort of in the flesh uh, has. So I think people are sad about that. Yeah, and then thinking it from, from our perspective as well as people in this industry, I know sportscasters have this inherent sense of loss right now. I mean, not just the consumption of it, but actually the production of that kind of entertainment because, you know, we certainly get it. We derive a lot of satisfaction out of bringing that to people and, and living that ourselves and telling those stories inside the theater community. Are you guys experiencing a similar sense of loss right now? Yeah. I mean, loss of every kind, loss of jobs, literal employment and, and money, um, and just the loss of being able to do all the things that you love doing as a part of your job, which is going to rehearsal, gathering with others, working on the story, working on the character, and and building towards presenting that uh, for people. I guess if there's any sort of flip side is that it's cool to see how creative people are kind of finding ways around this time to still find a way to create, still find a way to reach their audiences. Bands are having you know, online concerts, having online music festivals with other bands. I know some people that hosted this giant, it blew up, it was hundreds of people ended up submitting playwriting uh, submissions to a playwriting competition, and they had like an online reading festival, basically. So people are just still, you know, it's in their bones to find ways to create things and tell stories. So they're still finding ways of doing that through live stream or whatever. What have you gotten a chance to participate in any of that? Uh, I haven't yet. Uh, yeah, I haven't yet. I've uh, really been spending my time more uh, sort of on the creation side of things, like dipping more into time with writing and studying things that I've always wanted to study, uh, working on monologues uh, to be prepared for sort of the next season um, that things start popping up in. So if I haven't done anything like that, um, although I am considering putting together a live stream kind of performance for Good Friday, because uh, okay. I've, I've done a live performance on Good Friday the last two years at, at our church, and that won't be happening this year. So I was like, maybe I'll just throw that together myself. I, I don't know yet, though yet. Um, just been, you know, trying to listen to the muse, as it were, and yeah. determine how best to spend this time. Well, I mean, you, you tap into something that being that we all are creators in our trade and have that within us, we're trying to find ways to still bring that to people. And I feel like 
at a time like this, I mean, this is true, and anytime we go through challenging periods of our lives, that storytelling helps us get through that. Storytelling speaks to us in a certain way, and you know, it just feels like however we can possibly do it, albeit limited through everything that's going on, we still have to find a way to bring that to people because that really can bring people through. Yeah, I think I like how you kind of flip that. All of us are, in, in no matter what your vocation is, no matter what your your job is, you're contributing to the whole in some way, and and that gives people a lot of dignity, a lot of purpose, and there's a significant sense of loss when you're not able to do the thing that you not only love doing for yourself, but you love doing for others, and you believe matters uh, in the world. So I think just trying to look around and say, how can I do that? You know, like this podcast, how can I can I do that with the skills I have, and then how can I just you know help out my community in ways that have nothing to do with my right. trade, just uh, that need to be done right now, and that um, that I feel called to do sometimes. Yeah, and I've I've taken the music tack with that, just another passion of mine that. I've always had it kind of on the back burner that comes out, you know, whenever it needs to and can, can thankfully, you know, hang on at a time like this. So I realize this is kind of a, a loaded question, but what does music mean to you as part of your everyday journey, pandemic aside? Oh, man, that's a great question. Taking a very complicated situation and putting it in a very simple question, I, I acknowledge that. I mean, my initial reaction is that, or my initial thought is just that it it is a way that we find solidarity and an expression of our own emotions, like things that we almost don't know how to put words to, things that we don't know how to say, Um, and a song can put that into words for you, because songwriters are really, really good at poetically voicing these really complex, universal human experiences, Um, whether they be love or loss or a party or you know whatever it is so I've been finding a lot of joy in music that gives me words of sort of sadness or lament in this time and and that give me words of, of encouragement or of praise or of thanksgiving of some kind because um, they're almost a way that you you can take on the words that the songwriter and the singer is, is singing and you are you are doing that. You are saying the same thing. And so it becomes this kind of act of your own expression, your Absolutely. own self-talk and your own almost prayer sometimes. So you've really taken the deep route through this, whether it be that uplifting act of praise route or the, as I tapped into in an earlier episode, taking a sad song and using it in, in a way that allows you to kind of work through that emotion, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's sort of that uh, kind of therapy and kind of, um, or just catharsis, maybe, Mm -hmm. having that emotional release. So now you, in preparation for this, you wanted to take a closer look at my playlist to this point, so just wanted to get your thoughts on my songs so far. What what have you thought? (laughs) I was like, this is such a classic Brett playlist. (laughs) Such an eclectic mix of things, everything from... High school musical oh, to, yeah. uh, you know, Teresa, like Letter to God, something like right. that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole spectrum, and I love it. I worked out to your playlist yesterday. So really? It makes for a good workout playlist. Um, I have another, I have two actually really good workouts specifically designed for workout playlists <laughs> in my Spotify, but uh, I'm glad that worked too. Singer. 
but yeah, I really liked it uh, for that reason, and to just have that mix too of really upbeat, kind of fun, just a song that makes you laugh or just bond with another over over that song, um, and then something that really expresses something uh, deep down um, that we're going through. And and I just noticed, I think a, a common theme that I sensed in the playlist was this idea of using something that you said in your last episode episode of using this time to kind of purposefully grow in in self-knowledge and in patience and in gentleness and these uh, these kinds of virtues that we that are hard sometimes to cultivate in in just the humdrum of normal life uh, but to, to try to embrace the time with all of its loss and and frustration and anxiety to try to embrace the time for the gift that it can present if we if we lean into that thing. I'm glad you sense that's definitely something that's kind of been revealed to me, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, whether from God or from others or, you know, my own reflections is something that I feel like we've been given this time to, to do that. And hopefully, as I alluded to a little bit earlier in this episode, hopefully by the time this is all done, our world is, is, is going to be different. We know that we just hope it's different in a better way. And I think it definitely has the potential to, to be that. Yeah. I think it can hopefully wake us up in some ways. Um, whether that be societally or just individually. And in a practical sense, all I really have control over ultimately is my individual awareness of myself and how I touch the world around me. And I think this, you know, the situation that this virus has, has created is, um, has already done a lot of that. So today's song, I went with Someday by Rob Thomas, uh, one of my favorite from him, and I'm, I'm a big fan of his across the board and I think one line in the chorus speaks to us I know you you believe in this like I do you know living our lives out loud and I think that means something different to everybody but I just know from your perspective my perspective it's something that we try to do and I think that even even though it's in the context of the song it's talking about you know maybe someday we'll do this or in this case someday again we'll do this but to that point we have the opportunity to do it now in a different way and I think that's really cool yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's cool. I, I really like the song actually in terms of uh, its relationship to sort of what how it speaks to the context of, of quarantine or isolation, shelter in place, that those kinds of experiences. Yeah, and the idea of living our lives out loud. Uh, to me, that sort of resonated with the idea of how these periods, periods like this, of, of um, for lack of a better word, suffering or loss, just any kind of hardship that we encounter can kind of like winnow us down to what's what really matters to um, these things. And, and then hopefully that extends out in our whole lives that we live our lives firmly centered on the things that matter most and, and get our priorities straightened out. Because um, And that's disorienting, you know, for people because you, you lose your ability to do the thing that you think matters most. And, and, it takes some reorientation and that can be really painful to sort of say like, Oh, maybe that's not the most important thing in the world. That's not the most important thing in my life. And, and having to slow down and be sheltered at home actually forces you to do that. Well, I said a little bit earlier in this episode that my times listening to this song in terms of actively seeking it out before have usually been on a day that I've always wanted to come, days that I've talked about, hey, someday I'm going to do this. 
Uh, I've listened to it those days that it's coming, and two of them happened in the last, I guess, two years, one of which was uh, going to Holiday World, the amusement park in Indiana, which I did, by the way, with Tyler Eaton, my first episode guest on this podcast, interestingly enough. I played it that morning, and the other one, uh, our good friend Nate Smith, joined me a couple years, uh, was it a couple years ago? Yeah, I guess it was August of 17, right before I set off uh, in the professional world for the first time when I'd always said I wanted to walk around the entire path around Lake Akatink. For those of you who don't know, a little lake in uh, North Springfield, Virginia, here near our hometown. And that was something that my granddad and I used to walk down a partway when I was much younger. He passed away when I was 11. And I'd always said that in honor of him, someday I was going to make that entire trek around that lake. And so Nate joined me to do that, uh, but I was playing that in the parking lot because it was, hey, that someday was today, and that's something obviously really meant a lot to me to honor granddad in that way. Was there, not obviously in the context of this song, but what was one of your someday stories to this point in your life that something you had waited for for a really long time that, that hit you powerfully when that day came? Well, that's a great question. I think of momentous days. I mean, now it's... Uh definitely thinking about the day my child comes. <laughs> Absolutely. Congratulations, by the way. Uh, thanks. Yeah, expecting a baby in a few months, but it's becoming more and more real, and I find myself kind of fantasizing about, like, you know, what will space look like? What will it be like? What's their personality like? What will we name it? Like, those kinds of questions. Um, so that's, like, a, something that comes to me as a Sunday that I'm still waiting for. Um but other things, I mean, I remember, I, I remember sort of the day I made my first appearance on the uh, big stage at the Guthrie Theater, which was where I trained for school uh, in a show that was kind of a surreal experience of like, wow, this is what I would have said four years ago was my dream of dreams, you know, <laughs> like this is what is happening right now. Uh, getting married was like that, you know, just the experience of your wedding through that uh, was was quite uh, unique and, and stuff like that. Those are some some days. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to whatever the day is that I can play this in that context on that day again. I do think there are going to be a series of those days, you know, this is not something you can just flip the switch back and all of a sudden life's back to normal. You know, there's going to be the the period that we're seeing in China right now where slowly but surely things are starting to open back up. You know, we might see the social distancing guidelines be loosened a little bit before things open. Of course, we're looking for the day that sports come back, the day that your job's able to come back and you start getting shows and work again in that regard. Um, so there's going to be a lot of those days and, you know, hopefully, again, that's that ends up being kind of a healing process to get us to a better place globally overall. Uh, but there will be a lot of occasions, I think, worth celebrating as we go forward. Yeah, it's funny that just the, something that came to my mind is that how it seems that the song struck you mostly in terms of the how it articulates like a longing for a literal event in the future, like it were, a, you know, a number of different events, uh, just someday we'll be able to do this, someday we'll go do that. And um, what struck me about it so much in the context of today is how it seems to be articulating the way that people often say, like, someday I'll be a better version of myself, or someday I'll, I'll figure this part of me out, someday 
this will all feel better or something like that. And um, in the context of your last episode, how this is a time to sort of, if you're ready to embrace that time and be like, not someday, today. Like, I'm going to start working on that now. I'm going to I'm gonna lean into that change now. I'm going to lean into that self-knowledge or self-growth now because um, I can. Because... <laughs> And, and often because I have to, because like I'm, you know, stuck in this either by myself in isolation or with a very select group of people, and our, you know, our personalities are going to collide at some point, and and we have to like learn how to love each other and ourselves in in this very unique time. But I love the song because to me it was that urging of like seize the day, you know do that make it someday today you know exactly and I, I remember actually saying it in those times when i've used it before i'm like hey someday is today isn't that such a cool feeling and you know and you mentioned it too and i think the the last couple of lines of this song really speak to what you just got at because it, it gets us right back to where we are now sometimes we don't really notice just how good it can get so maybe we should start all over again mm. yeah that's so true I mean, uh, you know, nothing like these times to make you so grateful for the people in your life and the the many blessings that you do have, even as things get taken away. Yeah, the many things that you do have to say, I I don't necessarily deserve this. Many people don't have this. So just be aware of what you do have. Yep. And for us as as Christians too, I think it's so appropriate that. You know, Holy Week is coming up. We've got Easter to celebrate, and essentially, the from our perspective, the greatest thing that's ever happened as a reminder of us of what really does matter and what it all comes down to. So that's, I think, going to be a real special celebration, even though it's going to be very altered than what we normally see and, and have a chance to celebrate. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, in that regard, I think it um, really is. It's. Along that line of what I just said, of, of it makes you take stock of what you really do have and what, you, what really does matter. Um, in the context of my own personal faith, it, it just reveals how so many things that are so important to you can get taken away, but that's not what your real hope is in. Um, and hope being more than just like a kind of blind optimism that things will work out, but just hope is the certainty in a good future, in, in a world that will be made whole, that kind of thing. And um, and, and then being invited into being part of that restoration now as well. That's so vital to yep. living out in faith in a, in a powerful way. But that it's, it's really these experiences um, that take things away from you um, or that test you in some way uh, that really help you say, like, my hope is not in my job. My hope is not in how many, you know, jobs I get or how many people see me or how well-liked I am or how much money I have or even in my health, even my, what I hope is not in my health, my hope is not in my physical safety, my hope is not in any of those things. But, uh, you know, really narrowing down on what is what is firm ground to stand on. Well, before I let you go, I want to start something new, and rest assured I am going to incorporate, in fact, I will do that in just a couple minutes here on this episode, my previous guests, I neglected to ask them, because I want this to be a communal journey 
not only in the storytelling, but also in the music. I neglected to ask them to add a song to the playlist. What would their suggestion be? I have since done that. So in just a second, I will give you Tyler Eaton and Hope Ogden's suggestions. They will be added later this week. But now for the first time in this live conversation setting, Damian Leverett, what song would you like to see added to this playlist? Oh, a true honor. Um, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was thinking about it. You, uh, it's hard, hard choice. Um, there's so many that I think would be good. I'm going to choose one that is a, a strange choice in many ways for me. I just heard it on Shuffle by chance the other day. Okay. It's not an artist that I listen to. It's not a style of music that I listen to or particularly like. Hmm. Apparently the guy is pretty famous in the country music scene, but I, I don't know him. But the song, it's called Better Boat by Kenny Chesney. And I thought that it would make, I chose that because it was a song I just heard by chance and it really resonated with me. Just the lyrics of it are just so apt for this time um, and people's experiences, I think, and, and, you know, mine especially. Uh, But Better Boat by Kenny Chesney. Um, And I just, you know, listening to your playlist, I was like, I think this would fit in well with the vibe and sort of all the different genres and stuff like that. So there's a number of songs that have, spoken to me deeply, but I just wanted to add that one because it was such a random sort of unique experience happening across it. Well, first of all, I have to give you tremendous props for that because if you go through my other playlists, you will find a lot of Kenny Chesney. He is one of my favorite country artists. I think so many of his songs... Yes. Oh, oh, absolutely. You're all over this. The, The... so much, so many of his songs just tell, um, as I think a lot of country songs do, but they just tell such a great story. They have captured so many moments of my time in college and since college. So I'm, I'm all about Kenny Chesney. This is not a song I'm really familiar with. If I'm being totally honest, I'm looking up the lyrics right now as we're talking, and I see exactly what you're saying. I mean, this this one little segment that catches my eye. I hate waiting, ain't no patience in these hands. I'm not complaining. Sometimes it's hard to change a man. I think I'm stronger than I was. I let God do what he does. And as you said, I'm learning how to build a better boat. I love that metaphor of, of you being the boat and you're just trying to both submit and let yourself be changed and then also lean into that change and lean into that kind of purification, if you will, or, or whatever words you want to choose um, uh, with your own active will as well. Uh, and the song is, is really beautiful in that way. And it's just really honest about being lonely and it being hard and having to lean on people that you call and talk to about your frustrations and things like that. It, wow, it's dead on for yeah. what, um, what quarantine and isolation is all about. Yep. That's... Well, in the words of another country song, Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett, we we got boats to build. So let's start building a better one. How about it? <laughs> Word. <laughs> I love it. Well, Damien, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate your coming on here, sharing your stories and your perspectives. And God bless you and, and your whole family as it gets ready to grow and as it continues to make its way through this journey. I can't wait to see everything that you've got in store. Yeah, man, this is really fun. Thanks for having me. We have a lot to learn about ourselves about others, and about life in this time. And I hope you're enjoying this way of doing that as much as I am. Thanks once again to Damien for sharing his wisdom and his time today. So I will add his suggestion, Better Boat by Kenny Chesney, later this week. 
I've got a few that I need to put in a certain order leading up to that. Give me one second and I'll explain that. But I will say, again, I, I don't know. I, I Well, I, I do know now, I guess, why I've never heard Better Boat before. It's from his one of his most recent albums, Songs for the Saints. And that's not one that I have really listened to, certainly not in its entirety. So I guess that's why I missed this song. But really, how appropriate is it? I mentioned some of those lyrics while talking with Damien, just looking at a few of these others. In fact, I'll just play right out of the gate. I mean, listen to this. I ain't lonely, but I spend a lot of time alone. More than I'd like to, but I'm okay with staying home. My how the last few months have changed. And whether it's a few months or a few weeks, boy, have things changed, have they not? And hopefully we're all okay to a certain extent with staying home. So a lot, lot to unpack in that song. Great suggestion by Damien. I mentioned a few minutes ago that I asked Tyler Eaton and Hope Ogden for their suggestions, and I will add their songs as well. That's part of the reason why Better Boat's going to be in a couple of days. I want to do this in chronological order of the guests. So first of all, let me get to Hope because, interestingly enough, not only do we have a Kenny Chesney song that I was not familiar with before, but Hope suggested a Michael Jackson song that I had not heard before. And if you listen to episode four, in which I discuss Man in the Mirror, in addition to some other songs, I said how much I respect Michael Jackson as an artist, how much I love so much of his work. And that's one of his songs I hadn't heard either. So very ironic that back to back suggestions would be two artists I love and two songs I hadn't heard about. The one that Hope suggested, I want to be where you are. And I guess, again, the reason I probably haven't heard this one is this is a serious Michael Jackson throwback. This is 1972 in the heyday of the Jackson 5 era. He came out with a solo album as well. Got to be there, the name of that album. So this is one of the singles from that. And so it still has the the same tonality of his voice from the Jackson 5, that very youthful pop sound to his voice that obviously changes uh, when his voice lowers a little bit. And then obviously with his whole different style that he takes on starting in the late 70s and certainly in the 80s. So there's I don't think I'm very familiar with a lot of his singles from that time. Probably Rock and Robin's the only one offhand uh, in the midst of the Jackson 5 era. That's more of where I know from the band. So in any event, that's probably why I hadn't heard that particular song. But again, very appropriate. Hope said something she kind of laughed about a little bit with the irony of the title. I want to be where you are, obviously. Uh, but she says that it's danceable for the nights where we need to dance in the kitchen and sing along to it. It also is a little bit deeper and it conveys the loss we are all feeling while still being hopeful. And that's fair. It does have some various tempos in this song that kind of take you through that emotional journey. So well said, Hope. And we will go ahead and add that to the playlist also. And as for Tyler's suggestion, that is the only of the three that I have heard before. And ironically enough, it's one that, well, I really don't like aesthetically, at least at the very least, it's just hard to listen to. And that is Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. a very very deep song a dark song obviously a slow melancholy melody to it and 
you know, Harry Styles has been up front that it is a, a dark topic as well in that it's written from the perspective of a mother who has had a complication while giving birth and is told that the child is going to make it, but the mother is not. And she has a few minutes before she dies to encourage the kid to go out and live his best life. So a uh, really uh, challenging song to process and, and not exactly something that you want to hear on the radio every time. But at the end of the day, sometimes I think we have to listen to stuff like that. And as Tyler pointed out, one of the lyrics here is we never learn we've been here before. And I would say that's something that we're going to have to think about moving forward, especially when this pandemic is over of how do we avoid getting back here again? Because who knows when a virus is going to mutate, jump species as this one did. Do we have the infrastructure to handle something like this? Obviously, we didn't have something that we needed to handle this. Otherwise, we wouldn't quite be in this situation. I'm not entirely sure. So something that uh, certainly to think about, how do we prevent this kind of thing going forward? But again, how do we also prevent on an individual level us going back to our old selves, maybe people that get too caught up in the hubbub of everyday life and your your rhythms what you do and sometimes you're you're neglecting to again stop and smell the roses stop and tell someone you love them i mean so many things i think that uh, we will have failed as a society and as individuals if we revert back to when all this is said and done we need to be better people by the time this is over and you know maybe this is just one way of reminding us of that so there you go suggestions from our guests i will ask every guest moving forward for theirs as well so you will hear tyler's hopes and damien's in succession Later this week, tomorrow, I've got one of my own to kick off April before I get to those. I won't tell you the name of it right now, but you can probably guess it. Here's a quick teaser, because even though we don't exactly know when someday's going to be, we don't know when the end of this is to come, it's going to be a long journey, but hopefully the turn of the month will help us getting started on the long way home. There you have it. Thanks so much for hanging out throughout this musical whirlwind. We've covered a lot of songs, a lot of genres, a lot of deep topics. But at the end of the day, if we didn't have time to really get deep before, we certainly all do now. And hopefully this has helped you in some way. A reminder that I will be posting one song every day on this playlist to be found at Taking It All In 1317. That's my Spotify account. Would greatly appreciate a follow to this. You can find the podcast also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, my anchor page, a lot of other sources as well. And again, would greatly appreciate your giving a listen to some other episodes and following along. Hopefully this journey helps you in some capacity. Stories will come soon. We'll see what the next one is sometime next week. Probably going to bring in somebody else, tell a great story. Would love to have you along for that. And if you want to be a guest on this show. If you have a song you'd like to talk about, if you have a story you'd like to share, how things are going for you right now and in your life overall, I'd love to have you on board. So feel free to reach out and we'll get that going. Once again, my name is Brett Williams. Thank you so much for hanging out. I will leave you with something to think on in the weeks ahead as we wait until, as Damien and I said earlier in this episode, we can finally say that someday is today. Till next time, stay safe and stay together. 